This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. This is where the fun begins. Wrap it up, fuzzball. I feel the force. Welcome back to a sort of Star Wars podcast, the podcast that is sort of about Star Wars and sort of about everything else. And today will not be too much Star Wars, but hopefully a little bit. We have two very special guests. Let me give them a brief introduction. Our first guest is a true triple threat, trumpet player, philosopher, and beard wielder. His positivity has the power to make even Stanley Hudson smile. And he's the host of not one, but two podcasts. Welcome, Tyler Carlin. Oh my gosh. Trumpet player? That is some like, whoa. Oh, I had to man. scroll pretty far down in the LinkedIn po- in the LinkedIn profile to get that information. Oh my gosh. I, so my first semester of college was for music education on trumpet. Uh, and then I dropped the program after that. I mean, I like I could probably pick it up and sound better than most high schoolers right now. But like not all high schoolers for sure. It also said leader of uh, Phi Mu Alpha or something. I don't remember what it was, but I didn't it, include it, that. Yeah. Well, I was the, for a brief time, I was the vice president of our chapter. And it's Mu like the Pokemon, not Mu like the cow. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Now for our second guest. We have a returning guest host. He puts the art in smart. He puts the wit in bewitched. And when he's not podcasting, you can find him watching movies or just looking stoic or both. Welcome, Casey Winters. Hello. Thanks for having me. I like that you said I was stoic. That's what I (laughs) aim for. (laughs) Good. good. You nail it every time. Um, So you guys are here for a very specific reason. We have exactly three things in common. The three of us our dads, we are podcasters, and we also are fans of the best film franchise to ever hit the silver screen, Willow. Fast and the Furious. Oh. <laughs> Frozen. Star- <laughs> I meant Star Wars, but yeah, all those other movies apply as well. I've actually never seen Willow, just Casey. I just wanted to what? throw that out there. I'm like, oh my goodness. I only said that to out you. So. I know. I just, so here's here's where I'm at with Willow was like, when it first was like a conversation in the like Discord community, I was like, oh, I should probably watch that. It, it, Casey likes it. I trust Casey. I'm sure it's pretty good. And then it became like a legend, right? It was like, right. it was like Willow is the greatest film ever made. And like the more I would research about it, I'd be like, this might be the best film ever made. <laughs> So my fear is. is that I'm going to watch it and like <laughs> waste it. So I'm waiting until Casey and I are in the same room, which has never happened. It will so. though. And we'll watch Willow. It, yes. It'll happen. I think like, he describes I'll it as you. a cinematic masterpiece. I think yes. is the words. Yep. That's the phrase I've used multiple times. Yeah. I'm, it's going to be like, it's going to be a challenge though. I need to like make sure if we do it like that first time we're in the same room together, it's going to end up being that like I'm on a connecting flight in Denver and all of a sudden you're there. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Willow time. <laughs> we have time for a quick two and a half hour movie. <laughs> that was, Lucas did that one, right? Yeah, and directed okay. by Ron Howard. Yes, yeah. that's right. It's I think it's technically the first movie I saw. I was a baby and my, because it came, the year, came out the year after I was born. And okay. my mom had written in my baby journal that they 
saw Willow and I was just hanging out in the hallway outside the movie house because I was a baby. <laughs> Didn't want to actually sit and watch Willow. So <laughs> Outside the movie house? Just like in a in a stroller? Just like in a hallway somewhere? I think my mom just took me out, yeah, into the hallway. Oh. And probably my dad stayed in and watched it. Oh, oh, oh your mom was with you in the hallway. Yeah, was, I was yeah, thinking like, that like... I wasn't, they- <laughs> I was not a seven-month-old at Willow by myself. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> I wish, but no. Okay, Casey, we'll pick you up in two hours. Have fun. <laughs> All right, so Casey's been on the show, like I said before, but Tyler is a total new guest. So we have we have icebreaker questions for you, Tyler. Okay. Break right, my there's, ice. There's three of them. I'm going to break your ice. Oh. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? This is a loaded question. You did this on purpose. I know you did. This is, you do not ask every guest this I can, question. I can answer this one actually. For Tyler or for yourself? Yeah, not, of course I can answer for me. <laughs> Tyler has sensitive teeth, so he doesn't really get into ice cream much. I, okay. That's true. I don't. Do they have Sensodyne ice cream? They have Sensodyne <laughs> normal, which helps you with ice cream. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, and actually, recently, Casey is absolutely correct. I have very sensitive teeth, teeth so for most of my life, I, including now, I, I just avoid ice cream, which is, like, great. Like, on accident for, like, 15 mm. years, I just didn't eat dessert. Right. <laughs> what a great experience. Uh, and then I married my wife, and she was like, oh, what are we having for dessert? And I was like, for what? What is that? <laughs> it's a dry, sandy place. Uh <laughs> But recently we went and we got ice cream. Uh, we, we broke quarantine for about an hour and visited some friends and got ice cream. And I got uh, our ice cream place has like really off the wall flavors like goat cheese and lavender and like all this mm, weird stuff. Right, right, right. Uh, and I got sea salt brickle. Uh, okay. And that that was really, really good. Does that have like caramel in it? No, I think it was more like peanut butter. I don't know. Oh, okay. I really like peanut butter in general because it's got kind of like an ice cream like consistency, right. but it's peanut butter and it's not cold. Yeah. Uh, I also just like peanut butter for all sorts of reasons. Namely, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I'm making the kids peanut butter and jelly, when I'm done, I just take a huge glob of peanut butter and just put it right in there. They call don't that even... the peanut butter tax. Is, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Second question. Who is your favorite Star Wars character and why? And it was funny because we were I had written this two weeks ago and we were just talking about it in the Discord oh minutes ago. Oh! <laughs> in that, that freaking fault. thing. I know. Oh. In that freaking thing, I like named like five characters and then like, oh, hold on, but here's five more. Right. And then Valerie, Casey's wife, was like, oh, I love Chewbacca. And I was like, I'm the worst person! <laughs> you forgot Chewbacca. Uh... Palpatine. Chief Palpatine. By far. Palpatine. Yeah. See, I've mentioned it before, but I think Star Wars is the one of the only franchises that people like the worst villain as their favorite character. Like, nobody picks Voldemort as their favorite character. Am I right? No. I do think that there is a contingency here. Okay. Grant me these. Okay. I, I know a lot of people like Thanos, just like oh, in general. Mm-hmm. But the like the character driven part of the MCU is so much better. Like imagine Luke by himself got three movies and then three buddy movies with Luke and Han and then, you know, like right. bigger other things. Exactly. So like yeah. the character development is so much stronger, which is why I think you get 
bigger fans of Cap, Tony, mm-hmm. and and Thor. But flip side, as a result, a villain from Avengers One through Endgame is Loki, and lots of people like. Loki oh yeah, best. yeah, lots of people like Loki. I can take that. I'll agree with you there. Also, um, Dominic Toretto is the villain the whole time. He's so. <laughs> Cipher was behind it all. Cipher was behind yeah. it all <laughs> from the very beginning. Okay. Last question. Wait, Other I didn't than, answer that. Who's my favorite Star Wars? Yes, I did. Palpatine. Yeah, you said Palpatine. Done, Papa cool. Palps. Yeah. I think Papa is how Palps. you worded it. Yeah. Um, other than podcasting, what are what is what are your favorite things to do, or what is one thing you like to do other than podcasting? Um, parenting. Does that count? I guess. Or do I need to like? Do I need to? Like, oh, <laughs> never mind. I really love Dungeons and Dragons like there you a lot. Go. Yeah. <laughs> parenting is something like, uh, you might like to do, but you're required to do. What's something that you're not required to do that you like to do? At this stage, it feels like I'm required to play D and D. No, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I, I really, really like D and D. I really like uh, tabletop games and board games in general. Um, I play like Monster of the Week with Casey and a bunch of other people, and I play D and D with all of those same people minus Casey for some reason. Um, and no one asked, but it's fine. <laughs> is is D and D making a resurgence, or has it always been around? And I'm just now figuring that out. Uh, I here's what I think. I think it has been big for a while, but you don't realize how big until you open that door. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's like Stranger Things was a th- was the thing that like brought it back into like being cool. Like people was like, oh, that's yeah. really retro cool. I'm going to start doing that. But yeah. now I'm finding out people have been playing it for years. So Well, so there's like, there's five, like we're currently on fifth edition okay. and I know that like fourth edition lost a lot of people. And then with things like Ready Player One and Stranger Things, and, mm-hmm. and generally just like a resurgence in interest in the 80s, I think it just came back and it's yeah. it's big. It's yeah, it like, is big. Once you get into that world, though, it is like, it is hard to imagine there are people who aren't part of it. It, it okay. feels so large surrounding you. That's like when I run into people who don't watch Fast and Furious. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> yes. Oh. It's, you know what? It's also similar to uh, people... Uh, world wrestling, a WWE. Oh, right. Yeah. That's something where like, if you're from an outsider looking in, it's like, I literally don't understand how you could possibly care about this thing this much. Mm-hmm. It's all fake. And then like from the inside, it's like, yeah, but it's, it's everything. It's so good. It's this amazing <laughs> wrestling soap opera with these super buff people. And so yeah, I, it's not, I, it's not supposed to be real. It's entertainment. I feel, that's how I feel anyways. It's just fun to watch and participate. Right. But. Exactly. Well, and that's the, like D and D's not real. Star Wars isn't real. Like you know, all of these things, hey, you that, take that back. Yeah, that that just happened <laughs> in another actually, galaxy. Okay, that's that's actually how I feel about Star Wars. When people are like, "Oh, I don't like this iteration of it," it's like, "What do you mean you don't like this?" It's like this it's is a historical fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the Civil War. It happened. <laughs> I I've been saying for a while now they need to come out with a history book, just like your U.S. history or world history book, but about star wars specifically a whole history book from beginning to end textbook style i think that would be be pretty good good. i would like that yeah would read let's just write it would read 10 out of 10 would recommend okay let's start getting into it here so basically today we're going to be talking about podcasting as dads and how it's fun how it's difficult um things like that so let's start off with like a 
starter question, why did you even get into podcasting? I know a little bit, Tyler, we'll start with you. I know a little bit, very little bit that you about you that you started um, or you had a radio show in college. Yeah. Uh, with Ethan, right? Yeah. So Tyler is on a podcast called Bacon and Eggs. That was uh, my best Tyler bacon and eggs impression. Bacon and <laughs> eggs! Uh, uh, I've but, never, like, nobody has ever said anything about that part of the intro. Ever in my entire life. <laughs> nobody has ever been like, when you do that silly thing at the beginning, I love that. Or the opposite. Nobody's ever been like, can you stop my my speakers, man? What the heck? I want, I want to, like, I want to see a longer pause between it. It's like, welcome back to bacon and eggs! <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work yeah, on it. Yeah. Um, I got into podcasting. Broadcast media has always been like a huge part of my life, even prior to the college radio show. My dad is a Peabody Award winning newscaster, which that is like the the Oscars of okay. news media. Um, and it's not even like on a local level. He has like six Virginia, Maryland, D.C. area Emmys. Okay. Um, wow. But he has a Peabody, which is like, like genuinely, it would be the same as winning, like, best picture. Like, it is that okay. level of award. Um, and he's been doing that since before I was born. And it is very hard not to, like, aspire to that when, like, every time you go to dinner, there is the waiter or somebody at that <laughs> dinner that, like, approaches your dad and is like, well, John, you know, last week was out fishing, and we caught this, that, and the other, and you, you just reported a great story last week. We respect everything that you do, and it's like, it's, I mean, I, I kid you not, every single time we went out to dinner, somebody came up to my dad and spoke to him like a friend, and so it's, and, and he would never know them. Um, right. And so it was very hard not to, like, just sort of gravitate towards that world, uh, especially since, like, I'm a pretty much a, a people person. And then, I, I don't know if you guys know this, my two older brothers are mm-hmm. professional YouTubers. Right. Uh, they, they're the Super Carlin brothers. And um, Hey, brother. Hey, brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not how it is. Hey, brother. Yes, it there, is. It is. there it is. There it is. <laughs> I, was um, do, I was doing a Macho Man Randy Savage. Hey, yeah. brother. Hey, brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, theirs is more of a, uh, what is the guy's name from Arrested Development? Uh, Tobias Bluth. Uh, yeah. Hey, brother. <laughs> um, so they they are like professional YouTubers. And being like the youngest of three boys, especially two older brothers that are like live respectable lives, I've always looked up to them as well. So the problem is like a YouTube channel isn't conducive to like adding employees at like any stage, especially like on air talent employees. Like I didn't bring anything to the table that they didn't already have. And then when they needed to hire people, it was like an assistant to help them book events and things like that. And I don't right. have that skill set or like an editor and I don't have that skill set. Um, you know, the skill set that I have is like writing and performing comedy, which they didn't need. Did um, you know that they have a wiki? I believe that I've seen that before. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was digging deep trying to find information on Tyler Carlin, and it took, I googled it, and it took me to a wiki of the Super Carlin Brothers, and you're listed in there as an employee of Super Carlin Brothers. So you I took do, over for like the voice of a quiz show or something like that. I don't. I I do do that. I'm in one out of every four videos. I am the the voice of Jay versus Ben. Yes, and I am not on payroll, <laughs> but. 
Ben and Jonathan do pay for my cell phone, uh, which for the amount of work I do is more than enough. <laughs> and uh, Jonathan gave me his car. So I'm not on payroll, but there are like, like benefits. benefits that come <laughs> perks, with it. Yeah. Perks and like Jonathan, car. I feel like would have given me his car, but we had like worked out a deal where I was going to pay him for it. And I have never paid him for it, but he's also <laughs> never been like, hey, where's that money? Right. So I feel like that's sort of the fair trade right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this so way, probably yeah. squatter's rights, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I took, and I mean, it's in, it's in my name. It's, it's all mine now. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I took over the voice of the uh, Javers Bed Quiz. And I like doing that. That's a lot of fun. But they are in the office 40 plus hours a week. I'm in there for an hour and a half every other week. Like, I I wouldn't call myself like a, you know, like I have my own day job. Right, right, right. Um, But so then Ethan and I got into radio when we were in college because we were really into music. um, And that was like a way to channel it in a way that wasn't like performing baroque sonatas uh which we weren't (laughs) like super interested in so we did like a pop punk radio show or like a pop radio show um and then when that ended we took like a year off of it or two years maybe when we like finished college before we started bacon and eggs and uh we sat down one day and we were like we need to do something and we decided instead of youtube which seems like cameras and sets Mm -hmm. and there was this like level of expectation if i did youtube that it would be like the same caliber as Super Carlin Brothers. Oh, yeah, or at least that, that's what I felt. Yeah. Um, and I just obviously did not have those resources or time or energy. Like I would be starting way from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead we decided to go towards podcasting, which we absolutely love the podcasting community and have no regrets whatsoever about. Um, so that's how I ended up in podcasting. That's like a super long answer. I feel like I could talk a lot. You gave us like 20 questions and you're like, yeah, we'll be together for like an hour. I just feel like an hour per question. So <laughs> well, I went through um, and I like, I went through and like starred the ones that I, like, I wanted to like make sure we touch on. And yeah. I think I starred like all of them except one. So <laughs> we get, um, but I did want to mention, you mentioned, I mean, we both mentioned uh, bacon and eggs and I wanted to talk about uh, bacon eggs and WBNE for a minute um, because that's how me and Tyler and me and Casey kind of are like connected to each other um, like I said Tyler is the host of bacon and eggs and or co-host of bacon and eggs and also co-host of bagels with him and his wife and at one point me and Casey had connected through Instagram and I think it was either I think I was like Casey and Tyler or Ethan were like talking so like casually to each other online somewhere and I'm like Casey do you know these guys personally like who are these guys <laughs> and he's like oh they have a discord I'm like I don't know what discord is and he's like well I joined like a year ago and so I've been talking to them for a while and then um so then I went and joined the discord and then WBNE happened uh, when I joined it was just bacon and eggs Right. And then WBNE happened, and so that's um, basically I know Tyler through the WBNE Discord, which everybody says it on there, but is the most positive place on the internet. Like I spend so much less time now on Twitter and stuff like that. It's just like the Discord all the time because it's such a good place to be. Um, you guys have really set that up really well, and I want to commend you for that. It's such an awesome place. Um, but anyways, that's how. I'm connected to Tyler. So, so I guess you yeah. answered it. You like broadcasting. So, yeah. That's why I did podcasting. Yeah. So what yeah. about you, Casey? I had never really listened to podcasts till just a couple of years ago, but my, my commute to school was really long and I was kind of getting tired of the same, <clears throat> the same music. And so 
so I, uh, yeah, so I just, I needed something to, to listen to and I decided to start to get into podcasts and, um, found a couple I liked, some I didn't. And, um, right around this time was the point where the last Jedi had just come out mm. and there was so much like negative, toxic fandom surrounding yeah. that. And I was just, it was making me like sick. And I yeah. was like, we need more positive spaces in the fandom and, and not that, you know, it's wrong to dislike something, but it was like, it was another, it was another level after the last Jedi came out. Right. Of, do you remember, toxicity, so. do you remember the good old days when like you could get sick over people not liking a movie and not like just hating other humans? <laughs> right. That, <laughs> it seems like so long ago. God. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, the last Jedi was huge for that. And, um, and so, yeah, so Valerie, my wife and I, we just started, I asked her one day, I was like, Hey, do you want to start a podcast? That could be fun. Right. And, um, we had originally decided to, to combine Star Wars and Harry Potter and talk about those two, um, which is how you and I met, right. uh, Ryan was through my old podcast, but, um, that sort of shifted and changed over time, but into hello from elsewhere now. But, um, but yeah, that's really how it started was just a desire to add some, a positive space and not just positivity, but like I got really tired of the way a lot of people were just talking about movies and books in general was like, this has plot holes. So it is bad. You know, I, right, right. I just find that so just antithetical to why we experience stories on an emotional level and on a thematic level. And so that's why I was looking at other creators that were um, really diving deep into themes and, um, really exploring those like uh, Sky Talkers is a mm-hmm. podcast I really love oh, yeah. that does that They're huge inspiration for me um, uh, Movies with Mikey on YouTube does that a lot and so it's kind of those two in particular that I was like I want to do something that's kind of like this um, but kind of kind of my own way of doing it so awesome or our own way of doing it that's so interesting Casey because we had a very similar approach and even now to this day <clears throat> we will have situations like we we don't particularly like cover we'll do it from time to time but we don't like covering films on bacon and eggs which is a a movie podcast we cover a movie every week uh that we are just going to like crap on the entire time like i am so uninterested in i watched this movie you like and it sucks and here's why (laughs) that's why you haven't watched willow yet you're you're afraid (laughs) you're afraid If I watch Willow, I will find a reason to love it. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh, no, but there's there's uh there's a lot of films. Ethan, my co-host, is into like a lot more, I don't know, grown up I, I don't wanna make it sound like like adult film, but like gr- <laughs> like grown up cinema, like like proper art cinema. So there's right. a lot of times where there'll be certain like random Disney sequels that he hasn't seen that are genuinely bad that people will like just incessantly request and we'll be like, no, we're not going to view those for right. the first time without rose colored nostalgic lenses. Right. I'm not interested in ruining this movie for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to try and smush some of these questions together so we can try and get more, um, uh, answers. So basically the idea was to, what is it like to be a podcasting dad? Because at podcasting, takes up a lot of time um ethan or i mean tyler you put out a you and ethan put out a show uh every week that's Mm -hmm. usually at least an hour and a half long Mm -hmm. and i think the general rule is 
if like for editing, you're almost looking at twice as long as the podcast is. Well, that's what I found anyways. Um, and so I feel like, I mean, that's a lot of time and Casey and Valerie, Casey, you guys put a ton of research and you, I know you said you guys love, love doing research, but it takes up a lot of time podcasting does. So I'm wondering how you guys find a balance of podcasting and still maintaining healthy families, healthy marriages, uh, things like that. So, um, how has it been Tyler specifically since you've had Olivia, your daughter, how, how have things changed in your podcasting world? Uh, first off, I am extremely blessed to be working with Ethan, who is like a natural born sound engineer and edits all of Bacon and Eggs. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, so that's amazing. Uh, when I was editing it, it, when I first started, I would be about like you, twice as long to to edit as it did record. Um, Any more though, I think Ethan can do an episode of Bacon and Eggs in the length of the episode or less. Okay. Um, which is really, really interesting. Um, the other challenging thing with bacon and eggs and bake, I do do all the editing. I do everything for bagels. Ethan doesn't touch it at all. Um, but that's, I can do a 45 minute episode of bagels in about an hour. Okay. Um, uh, it, it is hard. It was a, it, like the fact that we have a Patreon and it generates income for my family, uh, definitely makes it easier for me mm-hmm. to say to my wife, like, Hey, I need this time to do this thing. Right. Right. Um, the big challenge is like picking scheduling and just saying like, Hey, Tuesday nights at seven 30, I'm, I'm busy mm-hmm. period full stop. Uh, and then the other challenging thing is watching movies because that takes right. two hours sometimes. Uh, but the, uh, Olivia has actually helped with that because if she doesn't fall asleep, then I get to wake up in the middle of the night and watch a movie while <laughs> I rock her to sleep. So, uh, that has actually been pretty easy, but, uh, it definitely takes a very gracious and loving wife who is willing to, Watch Olivia, especially on nights like tonight, where uh, I'm I'm just completely busy. Right. Um, but yeah, that is that that's it for me. I, I don't want to take up too much time. I'll let Casey say something. <laughs> uh, honestly, the balance hasn't been too hard. I think it helps that I you know co-host it with Valerie, so mm-hmm. we're on the same page about the time needed for each episode, and um, and generally we're able to we're both planners and so it's not really hard if you have a plan and we're like okay this night we're gonna watch this movie and take notes and then this other night we're gonna do other brainstorming that we might need to do or whatever it it really hasn't been that bad there's some episodes that are that are rougher so the episode that comes out tomorrow as we're recording Mm -hmm. so the june 19th episode i've probably put in at least 20 hours into it okay Um, no way it's it has been yeah, but but it's because I feel like it's a really important ep- episode, and it it just we researched more for this episode than we ever have. Um, it's longer recording wise. Okay. Um, it took some more editing wizardry than than I've normally had to do, and so it. Um, I might have to jump up yeah, to but, a robotic overlord of elsewhere to help you cover this <laughs> those hours yeah, of labor. Right. <laughs> it's and that's not typical. I don't. I don't. It doesn't usually take that much. It's you know most episodes are probably maybe five five to six um, okay most of it being the brainstorming research the the pre-production stuff but um yeah i I don't think it's been that really hard to find a balance it's just like any other hobby or or Mm -hmm. part-time job really um yeah just make the time for it okay how it is it is like a hobby part-time job that makes very little money (laughs) right yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um 
Tyler, I was just listening to your episode with Jess earlier today. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And she talked about how she made YouTube her, she was like, it was like her job. She made it her job. And you guys mm-hmm. were saying that's what you should do from the beginning. And it was just interesting when you talked about a hobby that doesn't make any money. Um, I feel like, yeah, it's really hard to get started. I mean, she had a good story for sure. Um, but it's really hard to keep it, um, treat it like a job. Like you said, you have, you have every Tuesday, whatever it was from seven thirty on you're busy. Um, I feel like it's so hard to keep to that when you don't know what comes up at seven thirty on Tuesday or whatever. Um, and I think that might, that gets harder. Maybe the more children you have, I'm wondering, uh, Casey, do you and Valerie have to be pretty flexible with your schedule or do you just wait till nine o'clock at night most of the times or um, how's that work? Yeah, most of the podcasting work either happens during like nap time when the youngest is napping um, or yeah, at night after all the kids are in bed. Okay. Um, I think it was hardest when the youngest wasn't sleeping so great, like mm-hmm. as a baby, like it, it, we would have more interruptions as, as we were recording. So right. there'd be times where we'd have like, a little break in recording and that got tricky but the older she gets the easier it gets yeah 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 i had to i'm in the basement here and normally i do wait till after the kids are asleep but i had to like lock the door at the top of the steps and lock the other basement doors because else or else the kids would come barging through screaming yeah. about something i don't know what but um who who knows what it could be um both of all three of us podcast with our spouses um mm-hmm. tyler you do on bagels casey you do all the time and i've had melody on my wife on a couple times um and i'm wondering how podcasting has made your marriage has affected your marriage um i know for me it um well i'll let you guys go first that way i don't steal your answers if that's possible so has it affected it positively negatively how is i'm i'm sure i know the answer to that but tyler why don't you start out my marriage is crumbling because of the <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> uh, no, we, uh, I would say it, it is, I see a lot of people who want to get into podcasting. When I say you have to think of it like a job, that is like, if you're, if you, it's all goal forward. Mm-hmm. If you're, I, I want to think of it as a job because I want it to be a job. Right, uh, but when it comes to bagels, I I don't think of it as a job. I think of it as an opportunity to sit down and check in with my wife once a week for an hour. Because a lot of times, I mean, we're so busy. We're we're young parents. We work very hard at our day jobs. We actually work for the same company. So like a lot of our conversations end up being about that company. Um, so just sitting down with my wife and checking in and saying, and, and bagels is about relationships. Uh, and just saying, you know, how are you? What are your goals? How are you feeling is really, really important for us. Mm-hmm. And that conversation carries a lot of weight. Uh, Do you guys see each other at work? Well, we work at home right now, but, okay. uh, so yes, all the time, <laughs> but yeah, even when we're in the building, uh, she sits maybe 10 feet away from me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, she's in a different department. I'm, I'm in sales and she's in marketing, but we answer to the same people mm-hmm. and you enjoy working with your wife <laughs> uh my not company you, is not that you could say no, yeah, anything I, other than that on, <laughs> no, yeah. on a podcast, it but. sucks my marriage is crumbling no <laughs> uh, no actually i it has never really been an issue um i used to work not with my wife before i came to this company she she was there before me and 
that was fine. And then when I got there, it would feel weird not to work with her. Cause like we were in college together and we had classes mm-hmm. together and that wasn't weird. Um, so no, I, I like working with my wife. It would feel weird if we didn't work together, but I, I don't think it would ruin us. We, we stay pretty separate at work though. Like, mm-hmm. but my company is, is notorious for this. Like even in my department, I had a coworker who was married to my supervisor. And then I had a different supervisor whose daughter worked in my department uh, one of my coworkers married to the head of IT. Okay. Uh, my one of my other supervisors was married to somebody in production. Like, it's a whole big family. It's a real. It's a really <laughs> very family. normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Actual family in my company, and then like, it is its own, like family business. Like the founder and owner died maybe ten years ago, and his son runs it now. And okay. then just about six months ago, like his daughter came in and will be taking over at some point. So, it's. Cool. Normal. Casey, what do you think? Has it has it helped or hurt your marriage? It's definitely helped um, much more than anything that it's hurt. <laughs> it hasn't hurt anything, yeah. honestly. Um, yeah, exactly what what Tyler said. It really is so much of the of the podcasting that we do, especially like the research stuff and um, the editing. That is a bit of a of a job. But when we're actually sitting down to record, especially it it does just feel like a date, and it is a chance to like just chat with my wife and I love that and it's um honestly been really good for us because it's just yeah it's just a time to we talk about movies and books even if we weren't doing the podcast mm-hmm. and so the conversations aren't that much different than they normally would be um do you because we're just nerds like that <laughs> yeah um yeah it, it the one thing that has been like it adds I think podcasting adds a different dynamic to the relationship um like there's this other project that wasn't there before um and so it's weird because i feel like as a husband and father um like between the two of us we're pretty good partners we're really good at sharing the load and you know chores and everything but when it comes to like the creative side of things working on a creative project together has been a little bit different um that's definitely something that i'm realizing in myself that i can like trust her a little bit more and let Mm -hmm. go of that control right so that's a little bit interesting that the the creative project like i said adds a different dynamic that um i don't know it makes it sound like it's um a horrible thing but not that it's just like shows me ways that i can improve as a husband even so right right yeah i'll say even interesting to that or maybe adding to that um i feel like emily has a very different creative skill set than ethan does and i have been doing creative Mm. projects with ethan for ever um and emily and i have like never done something creative together she is like yeah. a very talented visual artist like she's a very good mm-hmm. painter and she's very good at like graphic design and things like that and so much of podcasting and so much of content creation and community development is playing to your strengths and like that is just a set of strengths that i've never had access to like if i wanted creative uh drawings or design or whatever i had to like reach out to and pay a graphic designer that I love and enjoy working with, but I still had to pay somebody. Right. Right. And so to just, just have somebody who, and that also brings just like a different frame of mind. Like Ethan and I grew up musicians and, and trumpet players and stuff. Trumpet players. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Trumpet players. Uh, And, uh, and so just like that different dynamic is really interesting as well. I don't know that that necessarily affects my marriage in any way, but it does give me as like a creative, a different lens to work with, which I think is really Mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. yeah kind of the same thing um it's 
it's given me and my wife i feel like i don't know maybe you guys don't experience this maybe this is just me i don't think it is but when we would go out on a date you know you have whatever two or three hours normally someone's keeping the kids and you got and then you, you you're excited you get to red robin you know and you sit down and I don't need to know about you and your wife getting excited. Let's <laughs> let's keep it PG. <laughs> we get super excited and we go, <laughs> we go to Red Robin. Um, and, and then you just end up talking about the kids. Well, yeah, it's either we talk about the kids or we're sitting there gazing into each other's eyes, you know. And I'm like, yeah. she, my wife had first suggested about, you know, coming on the podcast. Um, and I was like, uh, I don't know. You know, we might not be the best dynamic. Um, but once she came on, isn't that such a weird conversation? I know that I have the best chemistry with you than anyone I've ever met in my entire life. I'm not sure other people would agree that it's very entertaining though. Well, me and me and my wife have this thing, um, where we tend to bicker a lot at each other in a loving way, but I think sometimes it makes other people uncomfortable and, um, and we make fun of each other a lot you know, to each other. And, um, so I was afraid that that might happen. People were like, Ooh, awkward, you know, but it didn't happen. And, um, it's interesting when you pick a topic ahead of time, how you can talk about it for like an hour and all these other things come out that you didn't even know about the other person. Um, and like, I've been married to my wife for almost 10 years and in a one hour podcasting session, I learned like 15 new things about her. It's just, you know, we could go on 20 dates and that not happen. And then we do a podcast together. And when you know somebody's listening to what you're saying, you're like, oh, okay, I guess we should make conversation rather than just get excited and gaze into each other's eyes. <laughs> so do you ever, uh, maybe, maybe I'm a bad husband for even asking this question, but do you ever see on Instagram those things about like how awful the culture for men and how they treat women is? And you, you often think to yourselves because you're like a rational human being who invests <laughs> in your wife's interests and you care about her interests. Mm-hmm. And then you see this like questionnaire that asks questions like, what are five things that make her smile? Or what are, you know, how would, how would her best friend describe her? Or questions like that. And right. it's like, yeah. man, I don't know. I have no Podcasting, <laughs> podcasting gives you those answers. Yes. And it's like, man, yes. I really, really haven't been paying attention to my wife as, as well as I should. And I think that podcasting really helps with that. I think we just I agree 100% bring the podcasting gear along on our next date and just have the yeah. mics on the table there. Yeah. Bring my wife will love it. If we just start buying and bringing gear everywhere, <laughs> she'll love it. She will not get mad at all. All right. So more on the dad side than the podcasting side. Um, Tyler, you are a relatively new dad. Uh, Casey's oh, yeah. Compared Kate- to you two, I'm nothing. I'm <laughs> no father. I'm like Vader. <laughs> you like you just found out. A smidge about yeah, Vader. Just, yeah. just a little bit. Um, what, uh, what are some of your favorite things? I said, I think in the question I sent you, I said, what is the best part about being a dad for you? Um so Tyler, since you're the newest, what has oh, been yeah. the most exciting or the best part or one of the best things about being a dad? Maybe you didn't expect, um, what happened? Uh, I think anytime I would get to watch Olivia learn something and like get excited about it, that's like a really exciting thing for me. Like I'm trying to think of an answer here. That's not super like selfish because <laughs> I don't think it's entirely about me. But like when my daughter hugs me, that's the best. Right. That's the best thing. Right. <laughs> um, but like when she when she figures something out or when she um, 
like recently she's not quite walking yet she's just a little not quite there um but she can like stand up and latch onto the walls of her little playpen and when she walks around and she'll like giggle and smile yeah that is that is the best and to, like she has mostly figured out walking like despite our best efforts not <laughs> right you know, like, right you're not pushing it. Like, she's she's figuring right. It she's out. just di- right, and that's been that's been really really cool to watch. Yeah, cool. What about you, Casey? Can I just say like Lego sets? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I take back uh, what I said. The Lego thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do love the toys, but for me, it's actually kind of similar to to Tyler's watching them yell learn new things. But I love how unique they are that's the best part about having multiple kids is um you know they grew up in basically the same environment um but the same parents but they're all so different mm-hmm. and it's wild to me and i love it and i love seeing how just unique they are and um how creative they are in different ways and their personalities and it's um frustrating at times because you're like why aren't you acting like right the other one right. in this situation but um but ultimately, it's just amazing, and I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. I would say for me, um, I just wrote down the laughter. Uh, I love making people laugh. Um, mm-hmm. I think I seek validation in people's laughter. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, Casey, for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, guys. I'm feeling so good right now. Um <laughs> I don't want to get too excited here on the podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Save it for Red Robin. <laughs> yeah. That's Save it for the Haystack Burger, man. <laughs> um, no, but like the kids, they're so easy to make laugh. You know what I mean? And I like I like to get, I like to see their even sense of humors change as they get older. There's a lots of jokes and stuff around the house. It was actually, I forget if it was... Last year, I think it was last year, my my daughter surprised me. The, the, the one morning, I used to have to take her out to the bus stop, and it was like a block down the road. And so we're like, we're always scrambling to get there in time. You know, I'm like sh- like having her shove the, the breakfast in her face so we can get down to the bus stop in time. And so I'm like scrambling. I'm looking for my jacket. I'm like, I'm, my wife's there. I'm like, Melody, where's my jacket? I can't find my jacket. And my daughter's like, I threw it in the trash. I'm like, what? You did what? She's like, nah, I'm just kidding. I was like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so I thought that was the end of that joke because we joke around like that. Like the kids are looking for something. I say, oh, I just, you know, threw it in the yard or I threw it in the trash or whatever. I thought that was the end of that joke. So not like two minutes later, I didn't find my jacket. We go out pa- down the driveway and I pass by my car and I'm like, oh, here it is. It's in my car. And my daughter says, yeah, I told you it was in the trash. I was like, oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this is an 84 Honda. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so she... You drive, she, you drive a vehicle from 1984? No, it's a, that's a line from Employee of the Month. Um, oh, okay. I'll put, it, I was like, I'll put it in the suggestions tab. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't, it's not I don't, worth watching. I don't think Dane Cook films <laughs> are going to make it onto yeah, the Big and worth, Eggs list. It's but, not worth it. <laughs> No, I drive an 01 Corolla. It's a gem. So I work, I work at a um, as a service manager at a auto repair facility. So usually I just buy old cars and try to keep them going as long as I can. So I got this one for twelve hundred bucks. So nice. My brother didn't give it to me for hours and hours of 
labor and voiceover quiz hosting yeah Yeah, but yeah it's fun to see the kids as they get older um tyler i know you're a big fan of tiktok i don't know if you've seen the one this is great podcasting material i don't know if you've seen the one where the guy's like how are we gonna cut this wood and the guy's like i don't know and he's like asked for a saw and the guy gets him a hammer and he says this is a hammer i need a saw dude you know the guy's like ha Saw, dude. Saw, dude. <laughs> my son says I was there. that all I the time it, now. But that's my so good. He says that all the time. I go, Denver. This is a hammer. I need a saw, dude. He goes, saw, dude. It's like, <laughs> it's just I love, I love uh, seeing the sense of humor change as they get older and everything like mm-hmm. that. But Lego sets too. Um, I was talking to my family just recently how different the kids are. My oldest daughter, you give her Legos and you give her a set of Lego bricks. It's okay. You can, you're good. It's okay. <laughs> this is a I'm, safe space. I'm going to get another this is your audience for dealing letter with. from Casey. I don't want to get a letter from Casey. <laughs> um, no. So you give her Legos and she uses her imagination. She doesn't need directions. She comes up with these things and it's like completely like her own creation. Now she doesn't care about like color coordination or anything. And it might be very, very far away from what she's trying to make but in her head it's the same thing as like yeah "Yeah, this is a carnival ride i'm like well it looks just like it's about to fall over to me but if you think it's a carnival ride then that's fine whereas my that's a carnival ride that's (laughs) that is nailed it (laughs) (laughs) yeah have you been to the carnival Uh, unfortunately my kids always (laughs) want to go on the ferris wheel i'm like no no i'm like at the top and it's like shifting back and forth and i'm like yeah get me down get me down get me out of here (laughs) It'll it'll bring you down, probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one day, one way or another, you no, get I'm going down. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my son, he's the complete opposite. He he follows the instructions to the law, and you could give him instructions and a whole pile of Lego pieces, and he's got to find the exact right color that's in the instructions and everything like that. So it's very interesting to see how kids learn. Um, as they wait a minute, old. wait a minute. You mean to tell me you will buy your daughter like the Millennium Falcon? like lego set mm-hmm. and she just won't build it <laughs> she she has built some sets but she's more like oh this piece is cool i can use it for this whatever this you know princess building or this ice cream shop or she doesn't care that much about the set that you give her as much as the cool pieces that come in it so okay it's so like obviously this is allowed right kids can create whatever they anybody can create whatever <laughs> they want with lego right <laughs> The thought of like buying a set with instructions and not at least doing that first. At least once. Right. And then you can just start doing whatever you want with it. Yeah. It's like, it just seems like as the parent, right? the box of just random assorted Legos is a lot cheaper. Yeah. And that's what we yeah. have. We have thousands of those pieces. So our son usually gets the sets and our daughter will get like, I mean, she'll get, if you get her like. We got her an ice or someone, I don't know who, got her like an ice cream truck. And that was, she was excited about. She's like, oh, ice cream truck. That'll be fun to build. So she builds it. Right. And it's not like me where I like leave them up for a long time. You know, she's like, okay. She takes it apart and then she builds a carnival ride out. Okay. Of it. I don't know. I'm I'm much more okay with this. Yeah. Now. Yeah. She just likes <laughs> like, uh, like a man, a Lego man with a blue shirt and blue pants to her is Elsa. Like she pretends this is Elsa and she's fine with that. Whereas my son would be like, no, Elsa needs to have a cape and a dress. And, you know, it's just like very different how they, like you, right. like you said, how they're so different. Yeah. Um, 
I was interested. I think I know the answer, but Casey, do your kids listen to the podcast? Your podcast? Our oldest, our oldest does um, for sure. Especially if we're talking about Star Wars or something, he knows he really bumps up our download number because <laughs> he will re-listen and re-listen and re-listen <clears throat> on every on every device you have. Yeah. He goes to the library yeah, exactly. and just boots up all the computers <laughs> to listen to Hello from us. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so do you ever think about while you're recording, be like, oh, our son is going to listen to this and he's whatever, seven, eight, whatever. We have to like guard our content here of what we talk about, how we talk about it and things like that. Sort of. It's usually like after we've recorded, he, he might ask, like, can I listen to this week's mm. episode? And we'll be like, no, we're talking about something you don't really know. It. He's usually fine with it. Like he's not going to debate us like, no, I want to listen to this. It's yeah. No, it's, it's, we don't really think about it maybe until after. But, and and I've listened to elsewhere. You guys don't really talk about anything that I wouldn't let a seven year old listen to. Well, there's even, I mean, there's some darker themes, um, in the movies that you guys watch. So I don't know if that's like, he'd be curious about that, but apparently he's pretty into, uh, Harry Potter now. Which is yes, wizards and witchcraft, and it's like I I grew up right being taught that that was the work of the devil. So <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, we've, had to hear people, that. <laughs> we've had neighbors tell us that he shouldn't be reading. That oh, really? The work of the devil. So that's fun. I think yeah. I think it is. I mean, hold on. So much Let's be the, clear. Yeah, go ahead, Tyler. J.K. Rowling is the devil. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think we've established that. True. The work Harry Potter being the work of the devil does have different meaning. Than yeah. That, maybe. Right. Yes. I think. It, I think. Like, I honestly did grow up not being allowed to read the Harry Potter books, but yeah. I don't necessarily fault my parents for that. I think that the the if your parents are there to talk to you about what you're reading in the book and you can process it according to, like, their influence, then I think that things like that are okay to... Like, we watch, we let the kids watch Star Wars and there's bad things in Star Wars. The planet Wars. gets blown yeah. up. <laughs> It's like well, in A New Hope, he comes younglings, in. Younglings. The younglings die. <laughs> yes. Even in like the old ones, Darth Vader comes in and he's like, where are the plans? And he chokes a guy to death. And the, guy, the right. kids the first time are like, what happened to him? I'm like, oh, he's sleeping. Definitely sleeping. <laughs> but, I would say that, yeah. In Empire Strikes Back, when he chokes uh, Captain Nita yeah. and he falls to the floor, I'd say, oh, he's he's not feeling so good. Yeah, he's got is a bellyache. He's a little sick. He's a little sick. <laughs> No, yeah, I think, um, and what we were talking about. Was, I would not have thought that. If I feel like if if I was watching, my child's obviously not old enough to ask questions, but like my niece is seven. If she was watching with me, she'd be like, oh, what happened? I'd be like, oh, he died. I, yeah, and I think I'm you, so gotta find you guys have thought of, this through. Yeah, The seven-year-old wouldn't buy it. Right. No, but when he was like three or four, he was he would buy yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I don't think it's, you don't have to like shield the kids from death and stuff like that, but try and preserve their innocence as long as possible. I try to. Yeah. Okay. So let's start wrapping this thing up here. Um, I don't know if it's a final question, but let's uh, talk about what advice would you guys give as dads to dads who want to start a podcast? Uh, make something speaking to like the effect of our last question. I'm not there yet, but I had this benefit from my father who didn't create a podcast, but he created like a annual home video series and he was a you know news anchor, still is. Uh, make something that you, that your children can one day consume. Mm. Right. Yeah, I've thought about that we, on my 
Twitter feed. I'm like, in 15 years, will my sis, will my, my my daughter read my tweets and be like, Dad, you were a weird guy when you were 20 years old. I'm like, yeah, I was a weird guy when I was 20 years old. You bring up Red Robin a lot. What is, <laughs> is there's that nothing about is Red that Robin of some kind? <laughs> is, it, is that like a sex thing? Or, uh, um, no, I like. I think with my Twitter feed, especially as of late, my kids will be like, "Dad, were you like a hippie?" I'll be like, "Yes, yeah." Uh, I was. I was pretty pro peace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, uh, I agree but with that. Like, we think a lot about. I think what's really hard. What I didn't understand until, I somebody close to me lost someone close to them was the value of legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like t- when I was growing up, I was like, I mean, I don't, I don't understand legacy at all i didn't understand why that was such a point of pride for people um and it's something that has made much more sense to me as a father i don't know that i will care about like what generations who are born after i've gone think of me although i hope it's positively Mm -hmm. um i wouldn't expect them to think of me at all not that I, i want to like leave a bad name for them uh but like knowing that there is value in like like if something would ever happen to me that my daughter would be able to hear my voice whenever right. she wants to yeah. is to me, at least I hope has value. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I had another podcast that I had done where I just read kids books. For one, it was so that I didn't have to read the same books every night to my kids. Um, <laughs> but the other, brutal. <laughs> <laughs> but the other one was like they can just hear my voice whenever they want. If they, if I'm not around, I'm not home. If I, you know, they just want to go to sleep to hearing my voice. I'm like, okay, well, they can just turn on this podcast of me reading kids books, and hopefully that is soothing to them. But yeah, my kids, my kids listen to that, so. Just so you know, oh, you really? have more of a legacy they listen to my than podcast? I do. So. <laughs> nice. <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> well, now I need to do this. Come on. <laughs> Olivia's been begging for it. I could, When I you brought her she's on, she's like, that's the guy from Dad Reads Books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Casey? Uh, oh, were you done, Tyler? Um, no, I, mean, I would say the other thing is make sure you, you communicate to your spouse ahead of time. Mm-hmm just how much time this is going to take right. uh because when i first started it we were still dating engaged engaged uh dating i don't know somewhere in there mm-hmm. engaged you should married you should always be dating you should be dating your wife now still yeah well okay <laughs> i i think she was my fiance not my girl okay there you go uh uh and the like i'm gonna make a two-hour weekly podcast is i would budget 10 hours at the beginning mm-hmm. just to be safe oh, yeah yeah for sure time management that was one thing yeah. i put down uh time management is key uh yeah i was gonna say something similar i would just say if you can find something that you and your significant other can talk about mm-hmm. on the podcast it's just it's just really beneficial as we've mentioned and i i love doing it you know I love podcasting with my wife. Um, but if you don't have anything in common, which that sounds kind of weird and sad, but <laughs> if you, do, <laughs> if you must podcast without your significant other, then yeah, at least talk a lot about the balance of time that you're going to need and um, the time commitment of it. And, and I'd also say like, 
do the research before you get started, but also at some point, just start, just start mm, recording. Yeah. Here. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And on the, on the flip side of that, podcasting is going to take up, let's say 10 hours over your week now. And if your spouse is not involved in that, you need to find a way to give 10 hours back to them. Right. Either yeah. spending time with them or giving them that time to do something because they're making a sacrifice as well, especially if you have children. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, For my sure. wife picked up sewing not that long ago and uh, her sewing desk is now like right beside my desk and so or a sewing table whatever you want to call it um but it's i mean we're, we're down here for hours sometimes at night and there's not much said between us but it's just like being together you know we're not podcast we're not both podcasting together but we're we're being together um and she likes that we do podcast together sometimes because she likes to do things you know we don't have a whole lot of the same uh, I'm going down a de- bad path here, um, <laughs> but sometimes we we are different. No, it's I I think I think here's 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 what Emily and I realized is because I'm like into everything nerdy and geeky and whatever, mm-hmm. and Emily was literally a cheerleader. Um, nice. <laughs> we complement each other. Yeah, well. yeah. Where where I have so a lack of drive, we she have has. A wide yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yes. But if it comes to podcasts, I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And she's excited because I'm excited to do something with her. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't really have any other advice other than what you guys talked about and about make sure this is for podcasting in general, make sure you're doing something that you w- could talk about forever because, yeah. um, you can run out of material pretty quick if, if you don't like what you're talking about. Um, yeah, that's why I kept mine so open, sort about Star Wars, sort about anything else that's going on. So I feel like we could all call our podcast that. <clears throat> yeah. Sort of, sort of about everything else. <laughs> Are you saying I have a very disingenuine name? Disingenuine? Is that a word? No. Disingenuous? I like your name. Oh, thank you. I think I think he's saying that we all sort of talk about Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. That's what I appreciate. <laughs> um, thank you, Casey. I was so thrown off by the question. I was like, no, why did I say that? <laughs> why did I, I say that? Now. I don't know how many times a day I think that. I think that to myself. Why did I yeah. say that? That's marriage right there. <laughs> Hopefully not the I do part though. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, we're going to do no, the uh, Star Wars random fact of the podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. As you wish. All right. So this week I wanted to try and find a dad type fact. Um, and so I'm like in Star Wars, a, a Star Wars dad type fact, like and my no lineage in Star Wars and my facts are always like, or I try to make them about like real life, not like Vader Luke type of facts, but like real life type of facts. Um, so I originally was like looking to George Lucas and his dad and his dad didn't really do a whole lot that I could find. Um, but he owned a stationary company. What are you talking about? Right. I forgot about it's amazing. This. I forgot how influential that was. How could you forget the stationary company? <laughs> um, which probably that company is what drove Lucas to not be in that company. So that's why he started filmmaking. So I guess that's helpful. That's exactly yeah. it. He did not want to join the family business and he wanted to leave. Not unlike Luke Skywalker mm. himself. For moisture farming. Luke was yeah. already in moisture farming. Was well true, but I'm sure George was helping out in the stationery yeah. shop and was like, "I don't want to do this." 
I don't know what that would involve being in stationary, but um Okay, so I did find out and I kind of already knew this before, but Nathan Hamill, that'd be Mark Hamill's son, uh was born during the filming of episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. And um that was filming in London, and I think there's a picture floating around on the internet somewhere of Yoda, Luke, and Luke holding Nathan when he was just born. Um and apparently Luke, no, not Luke, Mark, um, after the baby was born, went straight from the hospital back to the set to keep filming. Didn't even go home with the baby. Didn't do anything like that. Went straight from the hospital back to the set. So I thought that'd be pretty interesting if I was like, we had our baby that was born and I'm like, okay, got to go do a podcast. I'm out of here. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just just so you know, yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, it's Tuesday. For the next two and a half at seven thirty. Tuesday, you shouldn't have shouldn't had your baby at seven twenty on a Tuesday. I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that is such an interesting point with podcasting. This is how we thought of it and how we were able to do it. it is the first twelve months of podcasting, barring pre, like barring dates that are already set aside. So, like in our first twelve months, I got married. That was already set up. I was engaged. Fiance. Uh, We're back. Um, (laughs) You cannot miss a single week of podcasting. It's like starting a new Mm. job. You don't get vacation the first year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a really good way to get you you committed to it. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up real quick um, so Tyler can get going. Um, That was the Random Star Wars Fact of the Podcast. The Force will be with you always. And thanks, everyone, for listening. I want to do a shout out quick to our patrons. We got Tim, Valerie, Dan, Aaron, Mots, Ali, Tyler, and Casey. Thank you. Thank you hey. guys so much for being patrons of the show. Really appreciate it. Um, if you want to be a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash sort of Star Wars. Um, and do you guys have anything you want to plug real quick? Listen to bagels. Oh, man. I never <laughs> to plug bagels. Listen to bagels. That was perfect. <laughs> And then listen to Hello from Elsewhere. And then listen to Bacon and Eggs. Yes. And then... And then listen to Sword of yes, Star Wars. Yes. Start with Sword of Star Wars, then end with Sword of Star Wars. That'd be perfect. Sword there of Star Wars sandwich. <laughs> just throw out Dad Reads books entirely. <laughs> yes. Just have that like on loop in your in your house. Tell And then Granny Shifton. Yes, then Granny Shifton. Yep, the Fast and Furious podcast. The Fast and Furious podcast. Um... <laughs> And uh, you can find the podcast on social media at Sword of Star Wars. And I want to thank Tyler and Casey for being on the show again. Thank you guys very much. Loved having you guys here. Thank you. And super pleasure to be here. Hopefully we help some dads out there. Super pleasure. We'll see a lot. Super pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sounds like Red Robin. I just got excited at a Red Robin. Sorry. (laughs) Super. (laughs) Super pleasure. I'm going to Red Robin. See you guys. Um, <laughs> be safe. Be courteous. Bye. Bye. Arriva Derchi. What do you see? The island. Life. Death and decay that feeds new life. Warmth. Cold. Peace. Violence. And between it all, 
balance and energy. A force. And inside you. Inside me. That same force. See you later, alligator.